Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler. It is champion review time. Uh, yeah, I know probably some people out there getting kind of... Um, uh, what's the word when there's just too much um, too much content? Fatigue. Mm, fatigue, like, yeah. Maybe it's uh, over... Overloaded? Sensor overload? Sure. I mean, this is day three of us, so... Yes. But I'm glad you guys are hanging in there. Um, we got some good stuff coming in today. Urgot and Galio. Uh, two champions have both received full gameplay updates. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of information going on there. But really quick, uh, right at the top, I just want to shout out, as always, the YouTube channel. I don't know when new gameplay is going to go up. I haven't recorded anything, and I don't feel like recording anything. Cause it's... <laughs> Dude, the game is so fucking gnarly right now. Yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard to want to do that at the moment with the amount of enters and shitters. And it's but... like... I also, maybe one thing that you guys can let us know is, do you want to see, like, ranked gameplay? Or do you want to see, do you care if we play normal games? Because, uh, like, solo queue, with the changes they had on the patch, where if you're doing with someone, your enemies are going to be, should be higher. Um, right. Let us know, because I want to get out some gameplay. I don't know, I'm trying to get some games where we potentially lose, but, like, good close. losses, you know, it's, right. it's close. Those don't even fucking exist, really. I know it's it's either it's those, very one sided every game. So. Those only exist I feel like when we play fives. That's like yeah. uh we just lost a team fight and it's over. Like I feel like it's the only time it exists. Otherwise it's it's you just forfeit before you even get to that point. So yeah, guys, uh go ahead and go over to YouTube and search with quotations according to Low Elo. This is what you'll find. Go ahead and sub, check out the videos, check out the gameplay. Appreciate it there. Yeah. Um and then also we had a it, it was added to the patch, but it wasn't listed. Um, something right. we completely forgot about because I think they mentioned <laughs> it in like the preseason, way back in the preseason when they were introduced the, the ward, like the, the wheel, preview? right? Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. So the that ward placement. Exactly um, I have a video I could just show when I recorded today, but basically, when you have uh, it's like the quick cast um, the indicators where you're like, oh, I can you know move my mouse the cursor over to where I want to place the ward. Um, so they, they added it. Now it gives you like a preview of where the ward is. So here I got on the screen, as you can see, I have the, the cursor over the wall and it tells me, it gives me like a little target of where the ward is going to go. 10 out of 10. Great, great thing. Cause now, you know, you don't have to guess. I've never been able to hit that, um, red dude, side so bottom you know what i'm talking about the wall. that one's so fucking hard dude. Fucking I don't, tough. yeah I, I the only one i i can do consistently is the uh the dragon pit over the back into mm -hmm. the bush but even that is hard it takes a second you really have to line it up so i don't know how people fucking have that shit like on lock uh especially for the red side uh bot river ward that thing is nuts yeah so good good change um it shouldn't even be an update. Oh, I guess it's an update. They just forgot to. They goofed. But yeah, uh, good. No, they didn't good, proofread. Right. They never proofread. <laughs> so awesome on that one. But let's get into it, guys. So we got Galio up first. And um, why don't you tell us what Chat GPT told us about Galio? Oh, man, this is this is gonna be a good one. It's a long one, so hang in there. Uh, Chat GPT says. Galio is a tanky mage in League of Legends who is often played in the mid lane or as a support. He has a unique kit that allows him to engage in teamfights, protect his allies, and deal significant area of effect damage. Okay. 
In terms of playstyle, Galio is a champion who excels in team fights and is often used as a secondary engage option. He has a variety of crowd control abilities, including his ultimate, Hero's Entrance, which allows him to jump to an ally's location and knock up nearby enemies upon landing. This ability is particularly effective when used in combination with other engage tools, such as a jungler's ultimate or a tank's crowd control abilities. Galio's Q ability, Winds of War, is a powerful AoE spell that deals damage and reduces the magic resist of enemy champions hit by the tornado. Mm. This ability is useful for wave clearing and harassing in lane, as well as setting up for other abilities. His W ability, Shield of Durand, is a defensive tool that grants Galio a shield and damage reduction for a short period of time. While the shield is active, Galio can taunt enemies around him, forcing them to attack him and potentially setting up for his allies to follow up with their own abilities. Okay. Galio's E ability, <laughs> Justice Punch, is a gap close that deals damage and knocks up enemies in his path. This ability can be used to engage or escape, depending on the situation. Overall, Galio's playstyle revolves around setting up for teamfights, engaging on the enemy team, and protecting his allies with his crowd control abilities. He is a versatile champion that can be played in a variety of ways, but is most effective when played as a tanky initiator in the mid lane or support role. I think overall, it's most pretty, of that's right. pretty close. Most of that's right. The... Uh... I don't know about the the magic damage shred on on Wind no that War, doesn't exist no but I think that was um, is that from his old well we're gonna no. find out so yeah yeah <laughs> we will <laughs> so yeah we got Galio um, pretty I haven't seen him in my games recently he's pretty big in pro play or maybe not right now but he used to be right um. Again, you know, received a full-on update. Definitely needed it. I... How do you feel about his voice? Do you like the, like, kind of... The doofy, kind of oafy voice? Yeah. I don't hate it. I At first, I don't think I liked it, but I think I've grown accustomed to him saying some, some dumb shit like, I fought a house once. Pretty sure I won. Like, that... Yeah. <laughs> that shit makes me laugh. But, like, it is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they've done a good job laying into it. Um, like when you look at the uh, was it Chicken Wing Galio or whatever the name oh, of that skin is. Yeah, <laughs> they've done a really good job. I think leaning into it, Birdio. I'm sorry. So I feel like it it fits him more than I thought it did originally. Um, when you think about his lore, it kind of fits too because he's just like a a stationary stone until activated by surrounding magic because he's made of petrosite. Right. So. Uh, it makes sense he wouldn't be that knowledgeable if he's never awake, really. You know what I mean? It's true. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, let's just jump into it, man. Um, we'll start with his past versions. See what we got here. Okay, cool. Past this is going to be version. like a one-to-one. Um, yep, which is nice. All right, go here we it. go. His old passive, Runic Skin. Uh, Galio gains 50% magic resist, bonus ability power. So the more magic resist he has, the more AP he's going to have. Yeah, he was originally designed as an anti-mage mid laner. Man, I I will say, <laughs> I fucking love the way he used to look. Like he actually looks the like gargoyle, a gargoyle style. Yeah, now he's more of a statue. Or before he was a gargoyle, but they they changed part of it too because now he's like a colossus too. He's not just like a average right. size, like like maybe slightly bigger. Like now he's supposed to be colossal like um like cho'gath almost and just like just sheer fucking size 
He looks sweet, though. Okay, so very, you know, Riot loves their uh, very straightforward, simple abilities. So let's go sure. move on to his current. It was called Colossal Smash. Yeah. Yep. Innate. Periodically, Galio's next basic attacks and power to have an uncancelable windup and deal 15 to 20, uh, 200 base on level, plus 100% ADA, plus 50 AP, uh, plus 60% bonus magic resist. I had no idea it scaled with bonus magic resist. Uh, modified magic damage to the target and all enemies near them. Colossal Smash can critically strike for 75%. Plus 35% if for some fucking reason you're building the <laughs> edge uh, to all target hit. Yeah, that's... I would, I'm would. i curious what his crit animation is. It's um, probably wild. You know what? I don't even know. Let's take a look. Galio crit animation. Let's see what Google gives me. Okay, there's, so this, see. Hold there's on. usually that, that model website that actually gives you all of their animations. Okay. Oh, he... He like Does he double fist the ground instead of single fisting or something. He claps. It literally looks like a Malphite oh, W. He claps. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't know. today. Today you, uh, today you learned. Today I learned. <laughs> yeah, he just claps like brings both hands together and claps. Okay, that's cool. that's awesome. Don't uh, build him to the edge, please. Thing to note about that: if you do build a sheen item, which I don't know why you would, but I guess you could. The Spellblade does not get converted to magic damage. It stays as uh, damage to primary target and as physical damage as the Spellblade is supposed to. So just to note, does not get changed like the crit does, because a crit does magic damage. If you, for some reason, have Critical Strike on Galio, I don't know why you would, but... Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right, his old Q was called Resolute Smite. Um... An active ability, Galio fires a concussive blast at the target area, dealing magic damage to enemies hit and slowing them for two and a half seconds. Um, this was like his main ability, I believe. It was just like a nice little poke. Uh, it did 80 to 300 magic damage uh, with a 60% AP ratio and slowed for 24 to 40% based on rank of the ability. Um, wasn't super mana intensive, only had a seven second cooldown. So yeah, pretty pretty uh, standard like poke ability. Mm-hmm. Um, his new Q, and there's nothing else to say about his old Q, really. <laughs> his new Q, Winds of War, uh, active. Galio creates two wind blasts, 250 units to either side of him, that arc out before converging to the target location, dealing magic damage to all enemies they pass through. So they make, like, this little ovaly thing. I don't really, I don't know how you describe That's that fair. shape. It's kind of like an oval, but it's got points at each side, I guess, huh? Um... And, and you can be hit by those two arcing ovals, kind of like Diana's, uh, is it her Q? The, the Crescent the Strike, yeah. Yeah, the Crescent Strike, so similar to that. Um, when the blasts meet, the gusts form a tornado that persists for two seconds, slowly moving forward and dealing magic damage every half second to enemies within the area. The damage based on the target's health ratio is capped at 150 against monsters. Uh, Winds of War will cast at max range if cast beyond that. So... The magic damage is 70 to 210 plus 75% AP, and that's just on the initial hit. Um, and the magic damage per tick is 2.5% plus 1% per 100 AP of the target's max health. Now, uh, so I, I know you remember when that 1%, I swear to God, was like 8%. It, dude, it used to be ridiculously It was high. at that one, It was at. I think it was the world's. 
when whenever the year he got re reworked, they put just just when the two wins come together that it it was insane. Yeah, it you was would, the initial hit. You know, fuck ton of damage. Just right, boom, right in the middle, and you two. So it's yeah, two and a half. And then if you're building full AP, you're gonna have maybe five hundred AP. If you I mean if you build death cap, you could get up like plus seven hundred. So then it, I swear to God, it was at like eight percent. So or you could probably the, look the tornado max health ratio let me see yeah check patch notes because it maybe it wasn't eight it was high though it At was one point it was two percent let me see if i can find it's got to be like 2018 it was oh like... oh 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 what was it okay patch 7.7 7, tornado target max health ratio reduced to six percent max health from nine percent there you go targets max health that's fucking insane oh. so if he had 700 ap so do the it math didn't have it didn't have an AP ratio back then, though, so it was just max health damage. Really? They added it. When they dropped it to 6%, they added... Okay, still... Oh, no, I lied. I lied. I'm sorry. It yeah. had a 60% AP ratio with 9% max health. That's fucking nuts. So, okay. So just, I mean, just do the math. You're basically... You're almost one-shotting people if you have... Yeah. Like, that... So just just do the math. Like, Carbon, yeah. do the math. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking That's stupid, fucking and I don't disgusting. know why in the world they thought that was a good idea. Good yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, dude, that, that shit was fucking gnarly, so... Okay. I don't. I, um, I like this ability. Uh, it's very... It's really... Right. I mean, Galio's a roamer, right? Because he has semi-global sure. ult. We'll get to it. And uh, most, most champions like that need good wave clear, so if you, like, combo that with your passive... And I think... Also, I think the, the way the passive used to work, it used to, like get reduced i think it had a higher cooldown but it would get reduced when you hit enemies with an ability but that's how it used to be yeah so now it's just a flat five seconds that's very quick and that's yeah so you just cue the fucking or i think you'd cue the front or the melees and then you just walk up and just colossal smash the 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 mate or the range and you just instantly yeah yeah it was pretty gross good combo (laughs) it was very What's good wave clear uh, combo for him. It still is. I don't know if you build AP on him. I guess raw no, ages would be good. Yeah, you. That's probably about the only AP you build these days. Um, otherwise, you're going to tank, and you're definitely building uh, abyssal mask. Well, if you build raw ages, you can't build abyssal mask. So, depending on what item you choose, I know Everfrost was still really good on him too, that's just true. for the extra stun. So you you could go Everfrost, abyssal, and and. You're just building tank stats after that anyways, and, and MR helps you, so right doesn't hurt to build it. <laughs> so moving on to his old W, Bulwark. Uh, active, Galio grants the target allied champion or himself bonus armor and mag- bonus magic resist for four seconds, healing him himself for the duration every time the target takes damage. Each subsequent uh, healing tick is 20% weaker than the last one. Jeez. This was, yeah, I remember, and I... Okay, I know it says the target takes damage. Okay, so yeah, it it, it worked off minions. It didn't have to yep. be a champion. So you could just like Correct. walk into a fucking like wave of minions, pop this, and you'd heal. Yes. So uh the bonus resistances was thirty to ninety. That's a shit ton. Uh right. and then initial healing was twenty five to eighty five plus thirty percent AP. Yeah, that's it was a pretty OP. You and yeah. And, and I, remember uh, this version of Galio got 50% uh, bonus AP... Magic resist. Uh, based off his magic resist. Right, 50% of his magic resist got converted to bonus AP. Um, so when you cast this on himself, 
uh, he would get 15 to 45 bonus AP. <laughs> yeah, just to add to your healing power. So yeah, it was pretty disgusting. Yeah, you just never have to leave. This was and plus I just remember playing this and then the old um chalice item. Oh I, yeah, what was it? Athenes on Holy Grail. Athenes on Holy Grail was disgusting before they changed it. Because yeah, that like gave like AP, one. that gave magic resist, mana regen, and you just you just wouldn't lose lose lane or le no. leave lane. It's it was that nice. Too. Both of those uh, things. Yeah, both. You wouldn't lose lane, um, you wouldn't leave lane. <laughs> uh, let's move on to his current W. This is Shield of Durand. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, passive. Galio gains anti-magic bulwark and restores it after 12 seconds without taking damage. And then the anti-magic bulwark gains a shield that absorbs magic damage. Uh, I will, I'll go... Um, so the, the, the magic shield was uh, 7.5 to 13.5% of his max health. That's what it is now. So... Based on level, yeah, yeah, yeah. Current, yeah. The more HP, the bigger that shield, uh, magic shield is going to be. Active Galio charges up to two seconds, slowing himself by fifteen percent and gaining magic damage. And gaining magic, oh, damage uh, reduction in half of that amount as physical damage reduction. Charging increases uh, shield drain's radius damage and taunt duration over the first uh, one and a half seconds of the channel. Shield of Duran can be recast with within the duration and does so automatically after or if it is interrupted uh recast galio refreshes the damage reduction for two seconds and deals magic damage to enemy uh, nearby enemy champions increased by zero to 200 percent based on channel time as well as taunts them for half a second to one and a half second based on channel time uh seconds during which their movement speed is set to a static 60 for the same duration so the uh the magic damage reduction was 20 to 40 percent plus 5% per 100 AP, plus 8% per 100 bonus magic resist. And then the minimum damage of the uh, taunt itself was 20 to 80 with a 30% AP ratio. And then the maximum um, was 60 to 240 with a 90% AP ratio. And forgive me, uh, the I didn't read the physical damage reduction uh, on the W. Uh, 10 to 20% plus 2.5% per 100 AP plus 4% per 100 bonus magic uh, resistance. So it's like the, you, the magic resistance scales off. It scales yeah, with scales everything. Off exactly. <clears throat> it's still still a viable stat to build. And the only thing, and I didn't I didn't see it noted in here, um, he he is unable, I guess he's technically grounded yes. when he's uh, using this. It wasn't always like that, because you right. could flash taunt, and that oh, was God. fucking gross. That was so fucking broken, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, it just says he's locked out of, no, attacking or casting. He's, I guess he's, I don't know. He's grounded, but it doesn't say he's grounded. Yeah, you know, hundred so, percent. He can't. He can't flash. He can't do anything else. There's no dash, flash, nothing. Like you're stuck there. You can't rocket belt. Um, like you're 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 just doing your damn thing until you're done. So it, either you let go in Zonias, you can do that, but you have to let go of the taunt before you can do anything else. It gives me like this. It used to, well. It this this ability doesn't work like this anymore. But the when Rise could ulti with Hourglass. Oh yeah, it kind of gives you the Stupid. same like OP vibes or something like that. I don't know. It's a weird interaction, and I'm glad they got rid of it because that shit was way OP. Uh, I know they really wanted it because it made for some flashy gameplay, but the problem was it was fucking way too goddamn strong. So mm -hmm. cool. I guess we'll move on to his uh, old E, which was called Righteous Gust. Uh, it was an active, 
had actually quite a large range, uh, 1180. That's that's pretty far. Um, Galio unleashes a gust of wind in the target direction, dealing magic damage to enemies hit and leaving behind a directional draft for five seconds. Allies who step on the draft gain bonus movement speed if they travel in the target direction. Magic damage was 60 to 240 with a 50% AP ratio, and the bonus move speed was 30 to 50%. Um, this skill is partially why Scara really tried to make him a support. <laughs> <laughs> Scara was known for trying to make Galia support viable and work. And like all the things are there, it just it just didn't fucking work. It's it's an okay <laughs> it was an okay ability. It's just like yeah. It, it just, just helps you stick to, to champions. That's all it did. He's got a slow and a move speed bus. It just helped for like gap closing and just helping you stay on top of um what was probably a lot of assassins like Cassidy that were popular back in that time too. Mm-hmm. So excuse me. His new E is called Justice Punch. Again, it's a gap closer, uh, as ChatGPT told us. <laughs> um, Justice Punch is also an active. Uh, during the cast time, Galio steps backward in the opposite direction. He then dashes to the target location until he hits an enemy, champion, or terrain. Uh, and it go, he dashes for 650 units. Um, Galio deals magic damage to enemies he passes through, reduced by 50% against non-champions, and knocks them up for three quarters of a second, as well as reveals them for the same duration. Justice Punch will cast at max range of casts beyond that. Um, magic damage it deals is 90 to 250, plus 90% AP, uh, which means that for non-champions that's cut in half, which is 45 to 125, uh, with a 45% AP ratio. Um, it does have a slight cast time, it's almost a half seconds, 0.4 seconds. Um, it does move very quickly once it goes off, though, so uh, I know the, the big counterplay to this, if you're trying to prevent Galio from getting away, is if you think he's going to use it, flash in front of him, because he's going to step backwards, and he'll just slam into you. He might knock you up, but he's not a very fast champion, so he's probably not running away from you from that point. No, yeah, just the way his kit works now is so fucking nice. It's like, you it's can E in, get the knock up, while they're knocked up, you channel the taunt, so the yep. longer taunt, taunt them, and then pop the W right in front of you, and they just take a burst of damage. It's, pop the it's, W, justice punch, and then you drop the, and the yeah, Q. You, yeah, the, yeah, and the passive. You can yep. throw in the passive, everything there. Yeah, it's a good combo. I said justice punch. I meant... Uh, Colossal smash. Colossal smash. That's what I meant. <laughs> His skill names were kind of... Right. I don't know. The, like, maybe it lays into the fact that he's a big dumb oaf. Like, justice punch sounds ridiculous, but like also... Galio sounds ridiculous, so, like, it kind of fits, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Um, alright, let's move on to his ulti. There you go. Idol of Durand. Uh, so, active, Galio turns into a statue and channels for two seconds, gaining 50% damage reduction and taunting nearby enemies. Duration cannot be reduced until interrupted or a unit until the channel ends. Galio bursts out of his statue... Um, from form when the channel ends or is interrupted, dealing magic damage to nearby enemies increased by 10% for each basic attack received from taunted, taunted enemies, maximum 80%. Uh, and then it says, Idle Duran's channel cannot be canceled by issuing Galio movement commands during the first quarter seconds if at least one enemy is affected. For the channel duration, Galio can use summoner spells and active ability items with no cast animation attached, like Ignite. Okay. Uh, minimum damage, um, magic damage was 200 to 400 with a 60% AP ratio. And then the bonus magic damage per hit was oh, 20 to shit. 40 plus 6% AP. And then the maximum, uh, based on how many people are 
you know, touching. Right. Uh, 360 to 720 with 108 percent AP ratio. So if you get a five man taunt, nuke. Yeah, you're gonna nuke them. Jesus Christ! There's a little video. I want to watch a little video of how it works. I haven't seen it in forever. Oh wow, it was a fat fucking circle. The areas. I mean, I guess how how wide is? We'll see. It's it, this is looks a little bit bigger. It says 600 by 575. So or... the taunt radius was 575. The damage radius was 600. Got it. His current taunt radius, yeah, three fifty based on channel time. So I mean, yeah, like half, a little, little more than half. They had, to, I mean, they had to make it bigger because it was an ultimate. Oh yeah, or or sure, they reduced it, I should say, because it's a basic ability now. Also, he can move while he casts now too. We couldn't right. do that before, so cool. cool. All right, so yeah, let's move on to probably Here's his entrance. His like. We you know we we like to talk about game changing alts. This is a big one. Um, Hero's entrance active. Galio prepares to make an entrance channeling for two and three quarter seconds and designating the target allied champion's location at the time of cast as his landing spot. Additionally, he resets Shield of Duran's passive shield for himself and grants it to all enemy allied uh, champions within the area for five seconds. I didn't realize it gave it to everybody. I thought it was just the target he's jumping to. Hmm. That's what I thought, too. Interesting. Uh, after channeling for one and one quarter seconds, he gains crowd control immunity for the remaining duration, becomes untargetable, and leaps into the air for 0.85 seconds before dashing to his destination over uh, one quarter second. After Afterwards, he lands and becomes targetable again, dealing magic damage to all enemies upon impact, knocking them back 100 units over three quarter seconds and remaining in place for 0.4 seconds. Uh, magic damage is 150 to 350 with a 70% AP ratio. So as chat GPT, you know, so accurately put it, um, you combo this with, he's a secondary engage. Um, yes. Jarvan, Camille, anybody's going to jump in and start that fight and like. Isolate. Oh God. It's oh, such okay. a it's fucking. Good for ISO like that. It's such a good combo. Just, he can no, pair this disgusting. with like. <laughs> it's so good. Anybody that's going to dive the back line. Um, Vi, I think yeah. is another good one. You know, you're yep. going to the target. Anybody who's going to get that back line, Galio can be there in, and it's fucking quick. He fucking flies in there, dog. Um, yeah, that, the that's range, pretty gross. range is pretty good. 400, 4,000, excuse me, to 5,500. It's not fully global, but it's, it's like TF alt. Right, right. And it's just meant for this is why he's a mid laner, not a top laner. That right. way he can go to either lane and, and gank with it. So, um, if they made it global, you could put him anywhere on the map. It'd be too broken. Uh, much like Shenault, although Shenault isn't broken, Shenault's really good. It has a massive. I think it has. A, does it have a longer cooldown than this? I don't know. It's got to be like I think over it's like three, three minutes. Ooh, wow. Um, Two hundred seconds is pretty long. Yes, yeah, three. That's three and a half minutes, right? Stand United. Or three minutes and twenty seconds. Cooldown. Let's see. Oh yeah, no. Stand United is the same. 200 seconds at level 200, one. 180, 160. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So really fucking long. Yeah. Um, yep. All right. That's well, Galio, man. Just go in and, and blow people up, dude. All right. And then obviously, you know, the question, this is, this is what everyone listens for. Oh, hundred percent. Dog shit opinions on skins. I, it's gotta be birdie. I agree. And then, honestly, kind of followed by his base skin. 
<laughs> but yeah, the base, his base. Not that the others are trash, but the base is so good. It's very great. Um, I don't really care about Gatekeeper. Infernal is whatever. I don't think I've seen Dragon Guardian in game or Myth Mythmakers. I don't think I've seen Mythmaker either. It just came out, but yeah, and no yeah. one's playing the champion, so no Birdio for sure. Just because one his dance is a chicken dance. Oh, I forgot about Debonair. Debonair is good too. Debonair isn't bad. Yeah. But Birdio, I think, is still better. Just the sounds he makes, his <laughs> little chicken noise when he fucking does his justice punch. He does the chicken dance. I, he's just got a bucket of chicken wings. He I was going to say, he's got a bucket of chicken wings, bro. bro like, I want some the drumsticks. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> I just want some fucking Popeyes right now for dinner, if anybody's listening. <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, so definitely Birdio. Or, I, I can agree. Base, base is good. Also, it's got, the, it's got a world's chroma. That's really good, too. Birdio? The world's early bird, yeah. It's really good. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't know. Oh, okay. Like it's really, he's got the little blue ribbon on him. It's mm -hmm. really good. <laughs> well, that's Galio. Uh, anything else to mention? That's that's all I got for Gal Gal, dude. Oh, I didn't notice one of his chromas for that skin has uh, the cross spatulas on him. That's cool. The citrine chroma. Anyways, I'm sorry. That's Galio. He's a fun champion. Um, definitely it takes a little bit of... Uh, team coordination to operate uh, at his highest level. Most definitely. All right. So let's move on to Urgot. Um, Urgot. What's what's Urgot's? Uh, wait, hold on. What was Galio's titles? His original title was... The Colossal or something like that? His original title was The Sentinel's Sorrow. And now he is... Just says Galio? Oh, The Colossus. Okay. The yeah, Colossus. it's just there The Colossus. So now we got and... Urgot, The Dreadnought. And we'll start off with Urgot, the Headsman's Pride. <laughs> Just this original. Uh, quite disgusting. Uh, this in-game model was actually gross. Horrible. It was gross. Like it, they, they did a good job on making him look like this undead, nasty fucking thing. It was disgusting. <laughs> Um, but all right, let's get right into it. His old passive. I was going to say, you want to, let's see what chat, chat GPT. Oh, yeah, say. that's right. I'm sorry. Give me the chat GPT. I, I forgot. <clears throat> it's all good. Uh, Urgot is a ranged juggernaut champion in League of Legends, known for his powerful damage output and ability to tank damage. Urgot's playstyle revolves around being a dur durable frontliner that can lock down enemy champions and deal significant damage to them. Okay. We get it. He does damage. <laughs> um, in the early game, Urgot excels at poking his opponent with his Q ability, Corrosive Charge which seals damage and applies a debuff that amplifies damage from Urgot's other abilities. Okay. Uh, he can also use his passive Purge to reduce incoming damage and regain health. Okay. Uh, Urgot players often look for opportunities to harass their opponents with these abilities while staying safe behind minions. As the game progresses, Urgot becomes a powerful teamfighter. His ultimate ability, Fear Beyond Death, allows him to execute, execute low-health enemies or drag them towards him. Oh, I didn't know there was a choice. Uh, making it easier <laughs> for his teammates to follow up with their own abilities. Urgot can also use his E ability, Disdain, to charge forward enemies and knock them back or to escape from dangerous situations. Urgot is often built with items that enhance his tankiness and damage output. These items may include Black Cleaver, which shreds enemy armor, increases Urgot's mobility, and Death Stance, which grants him additional sustain and damage reduction. Players may also opt for defensive items like Thornmail or Spirit Visage to enhance, uh, enhance Urgot's survivability. 
Overall, Urgot's playstyle is focused on controlling the battlefield with his abilities, dealing significant damage, and soaking up damage from enemies. A skilled Urgot player can use their champion's strength to dominate the laning phase and become a formidable force in team fights. True. I that used that to play... was actually maybe more accurate than Galio. <laughs> I, I don't think so. There's the... We'll, we'll get to it, because I don't think... Um, his passive doesn't amp up damage or reduce damage. His Q doesn't amp up damage. It doesn't... True. Yeah, there's, there's a few things. This one... I, I don't know. I felt I, like Galio's was a little bit cleaner. You think so? I used to play yes. a lot of Urgot, so I'm kind of yeah. really familiar with what he does now. But That's true. That's true. Let's find out, all right? All right. All Go right. So, old Urgot. I almost said Galio. Old Urgot passive. Zon touched Bolt Augmenter. Oh, man. I did. Okay. The only, only thing I remember about old ergot is his alt and i can't even fully remember it and this name already uh, is fucking insane so i'm actually yes. excited to see i haven't looked at i'm i'm stopping myself from scrolling down i just want to see what these names are this is nuts all right zon touch bolt augmenter okay zon touch bolt augmenter uh ergot's basic attack <coughs> excuse me ergot's basic attacks and acid hunter his q reduce the damage dealt by his target by 15% for two and a half seconds. Okay. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Nothing else to say here. Um, it does say that it did not affect true damage dealt by his target, and it didn't stack. Um, only when you hit it again, it just refreshed the, the debuff. Uh, his current passive, much, much better. Much more exciting. I remember when these came out, we had a different name for it. It's called Echoing Flames. Uh, we call it shotgun knees. <laughs> um, it, it's interesting. It has a specific cooldown. Let me read the skill and then I'll go back and explain the cooldown. Um, so innate Urgot's six legs each conceal a shotgun that covers an arc together, forming a full circle of cover around him. Each shotgun can fire once before incurring a unique cooldown. So those unique cooldowns start at, uh, 30 seconds and go down to two and a half seconds based on level. Uh, you hit two and a half seconds at level 13. Urgot's next basic attack on hit within the arc of a shotgun will cause it to fire in a cone, dealing 40 to 100% based on level AD, plus 2 to 6% based on level of target's max health, physical damage to enemies hit, capped at 100 to 360 based on level against monsters. Uh, you get the most damage for the AD portion at level 15 is when it hits 100%. Um, the max health damage, for some reason, is different. It caps off at 6% at level 13. So he's, he's kind of a mid-game monster. I honestly, I will also... I, he I is just... Dis- I think he's really... He's very strong level one too, because if yes. you uh, when we whenever you get to his, if D, you can get all those hits, yeah, yeah, you just fucking walk someone down, and if you can get all six shotguns off, it's a fuck ton of damage. It really is. I remember, yeah, I remember when they were first talking about his rework, and they mentioned shotgun knees. We we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, right. So yeah, fucking it's 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 very unique. I will say that it's very unique. Yeah. All right, let's All move right. on to his old Q. Acid Hunter. Active. Urgot files a missile in a line, dealing physical damage to the first enemy it hits. 
and refunding 20 mana if it kills its target. Uh, Acid Hunter can also directly target enemies affected by... Okay, not, we'll get to his E later. I'll mention that. Um, the damage was 10 to 130 plus 85% AD. Uh, I don't remember it refunding mana on kills. That's interesting. But uh, it was a very short cooldown. Two seconds and 40 mana per cost. Okay. I just remember rushing mana immune on this guy because the single target damage was nuts. Yeah, it's... Especially, uh, Especially when yeah. it gets... When you... Remember what it gets paired. What what happens with when you hit him with the E? But we'll get there in a minute. Um. So current Q. Corrosive charge. Active. Urgot launches a canister at the target location. Upon landing, it explodes after 0.3 seconds to deal physical damage to enemies hit and slow them for one and one quarter seconds. Damage was 25 to 205 plus 70 percent AD, and the slow scaled from 45 to 65 percent. Yeah, not much else to say there. Pretty straightforward skill. Um, we'll say more about it when I get back to the W. So, okay. We'll move on to Old Urgot W. Old Urgot W, Terror Capacitor. <laughs> uh, this one had kind of a long cooldown. 16 seconds at level 1, but 16 to 12. Um, active. Urgot shields himself for up to 5 seconds, also causing his basic attacks and Acid Hunter to slow his target for 1.5 seconds while the shield holds. Shield strength was 60 to 220 <clears throat> with an 80% AP ratio plus 8% max mana, which there is why you he go. built Mana Moon. Uh, the slow percentage was 20 to 40% based on rank. Uh, like I said, it had a long cooldown. 16 seconds is quite a long cooldown, even for a shield. Uh, for a champion that can only shield himself. Um, not really much else to say on that. So we'll move on to his current W, Purge. His this is probably his like his his uh we call it like a landmark skill like this is what he's known for. Uh, is it what the ulti? I think so. I think mean, the ulti is important, but because of the way this functions, and let me read it off, and this is why I'll tell you why at the end. Um, so passive, Urgot's other abilities mark enemy champions hit for five seconds. Only one enemy can be marked at a time. So that's what I was talking about with corrosive charge. So if you land a corrosive charge while this is active, it will force it to target that uh yeah it's much better champion. if you're fighting in minions and you right. need it to be targeted there you go right um additionally at maximum rank purge lasts indefinitely and becomes a toggled ability and that is why i think it's like a keystone ability or like a like a landmark ability for him though i do agree his ulti is still rather important to his um being in the shock and knees as well <laughs> <laughs> um actually in fact he's probably got one of the most unique kits in the game um anyways Active, Urgot equips his machine gun for four seconds, granting ghosting to minions and non-epic monsters around him and autonomously firing at the nearest enemy at a fixed 3.0 attack speed, prior prioritizing marked enemy champions and refreshing the mark with every attack. While firing, Urgot is able to move and gains 40% slow resist, but his base movement speed is reduced by 125. Attacks with Purge deal modified physical damage with a minimum threshold of 50 against monsters and minions, and apply on-hit and on-attack damage at 50% effectiveness, but they cannot critically strike. Urgot cannot perform attacks while unable to... What? Urgot cannot perform attacks while unable to declare basic attacks. Okay, so if, like, if, you, if you stun him, like actually stun on a root, uh, this will stop uh, firing. That makes sense. Like if, if you couldn't auto-attack, then you his, his machine gun's not going off either. 
Purge can be recast after a half second within the duration and does so automatically afterwards. The recast ends Purge. Um, the cooldown is 12 to 0. has no cast time. Uh, has a static cooldown of a half second. Um, it's got an effect radius of 490, so that, that uh, makes sense. Um, and then his modified physical damage is 12 plus 20 to 34% AD. So it doesn't deal, like, each individual hit doesn't deal a whole lot of damage, but it's firing at a much faster rate at three three attacks per second. So you're, you're really, if you take that modified physical damage, because that should be per attack, you're looking, I think, at 36 plus yeah, whatever, 34%, per right, per second. Whatever, 34% uh, AD times three is, um, it's what you're going to get. It's fair. I mean, he's attacking so quickly, but... It would be really OP if it was like a hundred percent of his actual AD. Oh sure, uh, but, but you can you can pop shotgun knees with this exactly, which so is what makes it around. disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> because he's a giant. He's got crab legs or spider legs, however you want to call them. Like the coolest thing I think, and it's not like flashy, but I just think it's like a, a fun thing that you can do with our god. Is like you just circle your target, and like late game when it's just on a toggle, and if you can keep circling your target as they're running away, just keep kind of following them. Um, well, it's just you can tough just because continuously he's, pop those knees. He's so slow, right? Yeah. So right, I mean, right. But if you can do it, if you can pull it off or whatever, it's cool. Even if you, even if you're hitting minions or hitting uh, multiple targets and you're in a team fight and you're kind of trying to stay on the outer edge, if you can get even just one rotation around, you're popping all of the shotgun knees. Um. So yeah, I, like I said, I think it's a pretty landmark ability for him. Then again, like I said, though, all the other ones are pretty landmark too. So <laughs> I just remember. When he first got reworked, he was kind of dog shit because yeah. it didn't used to always be infinite at max rank. Right. Um, right. It also used to give you a shield. Yeah, they swapped that to the E. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it was kind of like uh, what else? What what happens when you know? Because it would just it right. would it wouldn't go infinite. Um, but now it's great. You hit level nine. You have your Titanic Hydra. If you're you know that's kind of what you do to wave clear. And yeah. yeah, you just run into people and fucking fight them. And then <laughs> if you're running, press the attack, it just eating their ass. Um, Seriously. It's a, it's a dope ability. It is. <clears throat> All right. Moving on to his old E Noxian corrosive charge. Okay. Uh, active. Ergot launches a corrosive charge to the target location, dealing physical damage to all enemies over five seconds. All enemies hit over five seconds and reducing their armor for the duration. The physical damage per second was 15 to 59 plus 12 percent bonus ad and then total if you multiply by five per second 75 to 295 plus 60 percent bonus ad and then the armor direction uh reduction excuse me uh scale from 12 to 20 percent of targets armor so there you go is it um hold on okay so then moving back up to the q the old q Acid Hunter can also directly target enemies affected by Corrosive uh, Noxian Charge, passing yep. over all other enemies to hit them directly and gaining increased range. So it was a lock-on, and you nothing blocked it. Right. It, it looked funny, too, because you'd see these little things just flying over the top. <laughs> uh, now all right. Moving on to his current E. Um, sorry, Disdain. There we go. Um, active. Urgot grants himself a shield for four seconds. After the cast time, Urgot dashes in the target direction, 
Though not through terrain, dealing physical damage to enemies he passes through, knocking them aside and stunning them for one second. Urgot will not will stop. Uh, excuse me. Urgot will stop upon hitting an enemy champion, stunning them for one and a half seconds, and after a quarter second, also flinging them to the location, 100 units behind him. Though not through terrain, purge can be cast during the dash. So, this is what I was saying. Level one. If you take that, this is usually what I would take at level one. If you could catch someone, and you dash, you get the stun. You flip them over. And then immediately you get you hit them with the shotgun knees. Shotgun knees, baby. Fat fucking burst of damage. <laughs> and the um, only way to get away from it is to go through more shotgun knees or run the other direction. Run the direction behind him so you don't get hit by shotgun knees. So it puts you at a severe disadvantage at level one if you get flung over your, your head. <laughs> I want to say, hold on, does it? Um, Let me see. I'm looking at the notes here. I could have sworn at one point um, when you fling someone over your head... If there wasn't a shotgun knee ready behind you, it would instantly prepare one. It may have. It may have used to do that. They may have taken that off. Facing his victim. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Urgot turns around when tossing an enemy. So you're facing him. And then once we get to the ulti, that'll be important. Um, Yes. But yeah. So, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, one of the things we didn't mention is that his legs stay static. Uh, His body turns on his base. So. Your front leg is always your front leg, and your back leg is always your back leg. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so even the, even if he turns around facing you, he's not turning his legs to reload shotgun knees. It's like no, those are the shotgun knees are static. That would be right. so broken. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So I mean, uh, so shield strength, uh, fifty five to one thirty five plus one hundred and thirty five percent bonus eighty plus thirteen and a half bonus health, and then the damage it deals is ninety to two ten plus with a hundred percent bonus eighty ratio. Uh, this is what you, this is what you max second. Um, the Q, the Q is kind of useless. The Q is kind of a shitty ability, if I'm being it's honest. A terrible ability. It slows, sure. It slows shitty. <laughs> back when uh, Runes Reforge came out, and no one like there wasn't, there wasn't like Conquer or anything, and like I just remember a lot of top laners would just have to go Comet, and like you would just max Q with him, and then go Comet, and it was kind of sure. shitty. But sure. he, he's great now. So. Yes, I was trying to see. I don't see where it says he ever had one I cu- instantly ready. I just remember. Maybe maybe it's not. It may have been a thing that just was never put on the actual. Uh... I'm just looking. No, whatever. Yeah, whatever. okay. All right, and on to the worst ability that was ever in the game. And What's I mean, we talked about maybe? Jarvan's shield being awful. Uh, think about hyperkinetic position reverser. Um, <laughs> just... Without even reading you what the ability does, you just traded places with the other fucking person, but you reduced damage while you were doing it. It was really weird, and like you could really only use it if you're trying to set up for a gank, and it wasn't very good. It was the dumbest fuck ultimate. Like it, you would. It felt like flash it had armor, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking stupid. All right, active. Urgot grants himself damage reduction for five seconds and channels for one second, suppressing the target enemy champion for the duration. Upon completing the channel, Urgot and his target blink to each other's locations, allowing Urgot to ignore unit collision for one second and slowing the target by forty percent for three seconds and causing nearby enemies to flee for one and a half seconds, excluding his target. Damage reduction was 30 to 50%. Bro, um, this ability just makes no fucking sense with the rest of his kit. Right. It Everything, was 
Uh, it didn't make any fucking sense. He didn't have a dash. Like, if he had a dash at this point, it might make sense. I so just... that's kind of what they did with 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 his <laughs> new E, right? With disdain, right. is that they're like, okay, well, we're getting rid of hyperkinetic position reverser, dude. I, I just remember the few times he was play like Bjergsen would play him. Oh my the god! The fucking casters would have the heart. Like, just imagine having to say hyperkinetic position reverser every fucking time. Or Zontouch a... Bolt Augmenter, the passive to reduce fucking... Yeah, stupid. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to, in my opinion, one of my favorite names. Uh, ability it's, names. It's so good. Fear Beyond Death. His new ulti. Active. Urgot fires a chemdrill in the target direction that impales the first enemy champion hit, dealing physical damage, and leashing the target for four seconds, during which they are revealed and slowed by 0-75% based on target's missing health. Fear Beyond Death can be recast if the leash target is below 25% of their max health, and does so automatically if the chemdrill would kill the target. The ability is cast again while the target was above the threshold, and it is then brought within it, or the target is within the threshold at the end of the duration. Okay, that was fucking a weird sentence. Basically, you execute people under 25% health. Right, and you can uh, you can either recast it, or after the 4 seconds, if they're still under 25%, it would automatically them yank them in. Right. Um... Recast Mercy. Urgot launches chains at the un- or at the leash target and then channels for one and a half seconds once they latch on. During this time, <clears throat> he reels them he reels them toward him, suppressing them, revealing them, rendering rendering them untargetable and preventing them from taking damage from other sources. If the target is near Urgot when the chains connect, they are pushed up to one thousand units away and based on their proximity to him. Uh, this channel cannot be interrupted by crowd control. You know what it can be interrupted by? Oranges. Fucking gangplank oranges. Oh yeah. And I think QSS too. Yeah. Upon completing the channel, the target is executed. If the execution is successful, he fears nearby enemies for one and a half seconds, during which they are slowed by seventy-five percent. Fear beyond death's recast can be used while affected by cast inhibiting crowd control. Um so this one, I think it's like the whole screen is the fucking uh like it if you always zoomed out. Yeah, I think the whole screen. And then once you're latched on, you could be literally anywhere to pull them in. Like they could be fucking, they could have teleported away on a rise ulti and you can still pull them in. So. You yoink them back. Yep. Oh, it's the coolest fucking animation. Like even when you're dying though, you see the fucking changes wrap around the corners of your screen. It's you're like, no! <laughs> it's you're, so fucking good. Just the, the like grinding, like when you, when he gets pulled in, it goes and it fucking like explodes. Yes. Is super satisfying uh you can get some crazy fucking plays like sure you're gonna execute the target but then you could fucking flash and get a, flash like a five-man fear it's, and it, it actually is a game breaker if you can get that fear off but the execute fear like flash into like a team fight and just spread the team away from you it's fucking nuts yeah it's oh man it's one of my favorite abilities it's so it's fucking really brutal and it's it's fucking great um, it's really good. There's like I'm, I'm looking at the details tab. There are a million fucking details here. Yeah, a lot of interactions. A million, and I don't even want to read them because they're fucking ridiculous. So all you got to know is, uh, yeah, a pirate can fucking orange out of this. A pirate and, can orange out, and the you death can't realm. Kill Trindamir. Um. Oh yeah, and the death realm. Right. That okay. Yeah. Trindamir. Yeah. Anybody who has a un- uh, undying or whatever the fuck. Um. Mm. Nivia and Zach will just hit their passives. Kogma still gets to hit a Cathian surprise. Scion still gets glory and death. Karthus still gets death defied. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's all I got there for that. So, 
the question. I have the answer. There's oh, only I, one I, correct I, answer. I know what you're going to say, and yeah, I agree. It's Crab it's God. It's Giant Enemy Crab God. It's Crab Has God. Like, just the sheer, like, fucking scale of how big he is is just oh, incredible. It's, it's so good. It's a very... <laughs> The old splash art's fucking hilarious. I don't too. even want to look at it. It's so gross. It's gross, but it's very like creature of the black lagoony. He's got like the the girl over his shoulder or whatever. But the new splash art is so like he's in front of a like is that a battleship? Like I don't even know what that is. Like, like a, a cargo ship, ship or a battleship? Or yeah, big fucking ship, and you just see how insanely enormous he is. Uh definitely the best fucking skin he's a he's supposed to be a kaiju i guess so i will say his skins all of his skins are pretty good uh they even are. even pajama guardian as a as a meme oh that was great it's that fucking great. funny um uh that, but, that came out of the fans wanting star guardian right yeah <laughs> that was good uh battle cast is great i do like butcher i think butcher's really cool too yeah he got that chainsaw in his hand um i don't think i've seen really anybody use fright night but Urgot hasn't really been relevant since that skin Fright came Night out, is so. awesome as Oogie Boogie. It's just... Right. It seems cool to me. <laughs> it's a great one. Um, that's all I got. That's it, guys. Uh, that's yeah. Urgot in Galio. I think... Hmm. Well, I wanted to see who we doing next week. Because I think... I the think next I... one we got is fortune and sona oh wow so that's gonna be maybe we do three next week because those probably don't fortune yeah she has just a small we have sona had a small oh we can't do that because swain's is huge okay so next week will be a really short episode would we'll be short yeah sona swain because there's so swain uh misfortune sona because yeah swain's got a big uh overhauls like or Ur, like urgot had and galio actually <laughs> excuse me you guys um Thanks for uh, listening. As always, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, everything. Uh, hit the, um, in the bio, wherever you're listening or watching right now, hit the link tree. Come join the Discord. Check out the other links to Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Um, come come suggest some ideas for us because, you know, when sometimes, I'll admit, sometimes in the in-between patch weeks, it's kind of hard to come up with content and we're like. I think it's rough. It's, it could get rough. Um, we're always throwing ide- ideas back and forth at each other. Um, we yep. usually, we you know, make it, but... Right. We would rather submit a good video than a half-baked video. So uh, that kind of comes down to that as well. Yeah, so come on in. Uh, we don't bite. Uh, play some games with us. And yeah, uh, yeah we'll have some fun. So until right, next y'all. week, uh, enjoy your weekend. Good luck in your games. Hopefully you guys are... Winning more LP because I've been seeing yeah. people losing like forty LP with the <laughs> the changes. So good Season. luck. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Later. Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler, and we're back once again to bring you a champion review. Champion review. We've got Karma and Maokai today. Yes, we do. Um, or is it going to be a four-hour episode? Probably. Stay tuned. Um, Channel your inner Ethan Klein. It'll be four hours. It'll be four <laughs> hours. But yeah, Karma and Maokai. Uh, two champions. Well, I know we've been we've talked about Maokai recently just because of his old ulti and how much we liked it. Yes. Um, and the name and such. So yes. Karma. I think we also. Well, I remember we were talking about Karma. 
when we did the skin episode and I, I was like, okay, all of Karma's skins are pretty good overall, but right. they were kind of like chromas and they're kind of like, kind of the same, not necessarily chromas, but like there was one that was like monk karma and then like, oh yeah, a lot of, they were like very similar. Same theme, same yeah. theme. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what's going on with her uh, in a moment, but of course, you know, guys, this Saturday, the 15th. We are going to be doing our live stream. You guys are probably getting sick of it. <laughs> uh, our giveaway RP stream. And we're still looking for a few people to fill the void on these teams. Um, we need a mid laner. We need, let's see, uh, for Azap's team, uh, we, we need a mid laner. And then for Thodicus's team, I think we need a jungler. He says he, uh, excuse me, Buddy Red said he might have a mid. So we, we need a jungler. Okay. So if you're all a jungler or a mid laner, uh, or if you just feel like playing for the hell of it, um, guys, in the in, in the description, hit the link tree, uh, come join the Discord, and you know check out one of some of the suggestion channels, and that's where the uh, teams are. Uh, but yeah, that is April fifteenth, this Saturday, tomorrow, um, at noon PST. We're gonna be having some fun. We're gonna be doing some giveaways, and uh, it's gonna be awesome. So hope y'all can make it. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun when we did this last year. Um, and this year having teams to to play against each other, yeah. uh, I think it's going to be even more fun. So I'm excited. Yes, we'll be taking people, even people that join stream late. You, you guys will also be more than welcome to uh, join the teams. I'm sure there'll be people that want to rotate in and out. So yeah, definitely a thing. So happy to have you. And um, I guess without further ado, we can get on to... Uh, the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's break it down. Let's talk about karma. So, karma. as always, chat GPT. Karma is a versatile mage champion in the popular online game League of Legends. She has a unique playstyle that revolves around using her abilities to both damage enemies and support her allies. Karma's kit consists of four abilities: Inner Flame, Heavenly Wave, Inspire, and Mantra. Inner Flame is her main damage dealing ability, which can be used to poke enemies from a distance. Heavenly Wave is an ability, a healing ability that also damages enemies in its path. Inspire is a shield ability that grants bonus movement speed to allies who are shielded. Finally, Mantra is Karma's ultimate ability, which enhances the effects of her other abilities and allows her to use them in more powerful ways. In terms of playstyle, Karma can be played as either a mid laner or support champion. In mid lane, she is often played as a poke and harass champion using inner flame to damage her opponents from a safe distance. In the support role, Karma is a strong lane bully who can use her abilities to both protect her ADC and harass the enemy bot lane. Overall, Karma is a versatile champion. I thought I was about to say overall, Karma is a versatile <laughs> champion in the popular online game. Like it was like, this the same shit. Um, uh, Karma is a versatile champion who can adapt to a variety of playstyles and situations. Her abilities to both damage enemies and support her allies makes her a valuable pick in many team comps. Um, just thinking, like, as I'm reading this, I'm kind of thinking about it. She kind of has an Ezreal vibe to me now. for me. Now, yeah, we yeah. talk about how Ezreal can build a shit ton of items. Right. Everyone remembers, like, Tank, Karma, Top. I think you could still go it. You like, could still do Iceborne. it. It's, it actually I, might be easier right now because there's not a lot of uh, bursty champions playing top lane right now like she's just she's a very annoying champion 
Yeah, and actually what's funny is like it said mid or support, and I would just in the back of my head top. I just kept thinking like, what about top lane tank karma? It's disgusting. Still a viable way to play around ARAM too. You just build a sheen item and yep. build tanky as hell hell. And you never die. That's it. The W's got the heal. You don't die, and you're this annoying tank that has shields and burst damage and uh, heals. Also, for yourself, you can. So. She can just she can push lanes really hard, especially yes. with her, her the Q. Yes, the it, power Q is really nice. It's very strong for pushing lanes. But let's uh, let's hop over here. So Karma. I was gonna say I, th I think part of the function of what makes her so versatile is her ulti, and I know mm. we'll get to it in a minute. But I think that's what makes her. Um, so dissimilar to Ezreal. Ezreal's versatile for many other reasons. Um, I think he's a caster and whatnot. Karma is obviously a caster and not a traditional... Um... I should have specified I meant build pass. No, 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 no. You're 100% right. But like, I think the thing that makes her versatile is is what her ult does to to augment her, her other abilities. And, mm -hmm. and we'll get there. But I think that's like a very good uh, um, way to kind of overview her, if that makes sense. Um, man, I should have had Ran on this episode. Ran loved playing Karma. Ran's um, a Karma connoisseur. She is. She is. So let's see. Wait, wait. Is she, is she gonna pop in for her favorite skin though? Yeah, I'll, I'll grab okay. her in a little bit to talk about her favorite skin. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Um, Karma. I didn't even know she had like an old style because I think she was changed pretty early on. Mm -hmm. Um, if I could figure out what patch it has on here, I don't think it shows, but. Yeah, you want to start off with her passive, and I'll see if yeah. I can figure out when the hell she got changed. <laughs> yeah, old passive, inner flame. I think it's probably called the same thing. Uh, so. No, it isn't. All right, let's go. Inner flame. Karma gains 0.3 to 1.3 based on level. Bonus ability power for every 1% missing health. Was it... Was it... Um, Vagar's old passive was like... He got mana regen based on... Oh, it was missing mana, I think. Yeah, this, it seems like a very copy and paste like passive. Oh yeah, very old school style fucking passive. <laughs> it kind of uh, sucks though. I don't. I mean, I guess it's kind of like an Olaf thing. The yeah. lower health he gets, the stronger she, whatever. I'm like, eh, okay, we've seen that. So thank God they changed it. Right. And uh, I do want pass. Oh, said, I do just want to mention. So it says patch 3.5 was her full rework, but it's also considered a full relaunch. So I don't know that she was actually ever launched in um in this older form like i don't know that this actually ever came to the game uh outside of a like a pbe or like a like a beta environment because it, there's no patch before that it just says 3.5 full relaunch for karma and there's new stuff but it doesn't look like she existed before then well she had to have if if she's on our list of release dates you yeah, know. I'm gonna look and see when this patch was done. Keep going. I'll look and see when this patch is done and when and then compared to her release date. But yeah, it's okay. very it's very weird. Alright, so current passive gathering fire, which I never realized the the icon is the thingies that's that are floating behind her or whatever the fuck those things are on her shoulders. Oh. I don't they look like little dragons. I don't know. I'm not sure what those are. Yeah, I don't a good question but yeah i just realized that the icon for gathering fire are those things so okay today you learned that makes um, sense so gathering fire innate 
Mantra, her ultimate, current cooldown is reduced by 5 seconds for each enemy champion hit by Karma's damaging abilities. Uh, so, it, I mean, it's very simple. They changed it. I do remember it used to count auto attacks. Yes. But it was auto attacks and abilities were each like one second. Yeah. And them changing it, getting rid of the auto attacks, it's solely abilities. Five seconds. It's big. Um, I really like this considering I think her ulti is on a really short cooldown anyways. We'll get to it. But um, it's it's very straightforward. And it, again, it revolves her, her ulti, if you even call it an ulti. It's the big thing for her kit. So having that, having a mechanic around that to reduce, make sure that's up more frequent. Yep, I think is is always a always a cool thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, and I did look at what the name of they look like, um, almost like a yin yang kind of dragon. Okay. Um, it is called a mantle of decorum. That's what uh, kind of floats behind her. Um, is that like an Ionian kind it's of. A, I think it's a Kafkani. Thing. So she that's where that's her ancestry is Kafkani. Um she's interesting because she is the spirit of Ionia? That, yeah, that's like the, the best way to put it. So she's like she this is the human embodiment of the spirit of what is so it says she's the living embodiment of an ancient soul reincarnated countless times, carrying all her accumulated memories into each new life and blessed with power that few can comprehend. So yeah, even comprehending what the fucking thing is on her head, you know. <laughs> so is, it, is she like like the avatar? Is she, yeah, kind of. Except, I mean, I think the avatar loses his their memory whenever they get reborn to I whatever. Think, yeah, bending. I think so. Uh, but okay, she she remembers. All right, so okay, confirmed. Karma's avatar. Karma avatar. Bucket. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's uh, move down to her old Q. It was called Heavenly Wave. And so she was released in 2011. Uh, the full relaunch was two years later in 2013. But I just... I can't find any patch notes from... She had to have existed. That. It's, it's look at the, very look, weird. Um, if there, I mean, there's a champion spotlight with these abilities. Right, so. no, 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 you're 100% right. It's just yeah. very weird because there's, like, no real notes that show anything. It's, it's like they fucking scrubbed her from the internet... <laughs> And, like, the Law Wiki has a lot of this information, but it doesn't have any of the old patch notes or anything like that. So, it's just strange. But, um, anyways, back back to her old Q, Heavenly Wave. Uh, it says, Active, Karma sends forth a wave of hidden blades from her fans, dealing magic damage to all enemies at a cone in front of her. Uh, Mantra cast, uh, Heavenly Wave also heals Karma and her allies in the cone. Well, that would have been pretty gross. Uh, it did 70 to 270, plus 60% AP. Magic damage of the heal was... 35 to 135 plus 5% missing health plus an extra additional 2% per 100 AP of, of missing health. So you can actually heal a lot on that. That's pretty gross. Is she like Katana from Mortal Kombat throwing her That's fucking kind of what it looks like, dude. That's kind of what it looks like to me. That's what I would think. I, um, just above it where it has the champion spotlight, I'm just looking at what that ability looked like. It literally looks like Talon's old rake. Oh really? Talent. Yeah, this like throws out in like a cone the blades. It looked very similar to that. Very interesting. Very interesting ability to have a heal on it. It's a very interesting ability. It freaks voice in that champion spotlight is I know. Wow. He sounds like he was sicker than a dog recording this thing. Um <laughs> Her her new Q, current Q, I guess, uh, is called Inner Flame. Uh Inner Flame, Karma 
fires a bolt in the target direction that explodes on the first enemy hit, dealing magic damage to nearby enemies and slowing them by 35% for one and a half seconds. Uh, magic damage is 70 to 270 with a 40% AP ratio. Soul Flare is her uh, augmented ability from Mantra, her ulti. Um, the Mantra bonus, Inner Flame, deals increased damage and fires a larger bolt that also explodes at max range. The explosion creates a field for one and a half seconds that slows enemies within by 50%, which then ruptures to deal magic damage. Uh, Soul Flare scales with Mantra's rank. So this ability gets stronger the more levels you have in her ulti. We'll get back there in a second. So the bonus magic damage you get. So on top of the 70 plus 270 with the 40% AP, or 70 to 270 with a 40% AP ratio, you can get... 40 to 220 with a 30% AP ratio on the bonus, and then you would get 35 to 350 with a 60% AP ratio on the like the rupture, the rupture mm -hmm. piece. Um, bonus magic damage total would no, well, I'm not reading that. They just did fucking math and didn't math it together, so fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, very interesting. I do like that when you use the mantra version, it does go max range, and then mm -hmm. instead of um, in, instead of the you know the the regular version, if you don't hit anything, it just disappears and fades off into nothingness. So again, this is I mean, we'll, we'll obviously we're about to talk about the W, but like the empowered Q is so fucking annoying. Uh, that thing, yeah, if she's full AP, thing hits like a fucking truck. Uh, and then it's like an iceborne size uh, field, slow yep. field. Yep. So you're almost if you get hit, if it hits you direct on, uh, directly on, you're gonna take the second part of it without uh, as long as you're standing on it and getting flat or unless you like flash. But um, especially before you have boots. Once right. you have boots, no. you might be able to escape it. But like without boots, you're probably taking that that rupture damage. Yeah, it's it's oh man, it's so annoying. <laughs> it it's hurts. really fucking annoying. <laughs> All right, let's move on to her W, old W, Spirit Bond. Active, Karma creates a tether between herself and a target ally or a target enemy for up to five seconds, breaking if the target becomes stealthed. That's a very specific right. thing. Okay, affected allies gain bonus movement speed while affected enemies are slowed and take magic damage. Any champion, whether ally or enemy, who walks through the tether is granted the same movement speed modifier for three seconds. And then the Mantra Spirit Bond grants twice its movement speed modifier. Seems like a like a hex gate from Jace if you walk through it. Right. It seems weird that you would have that for something that tethers to an enemy. But okay. Uh, magic damage was 80 to 305 with a 70% AP ratio. That is pretty That thing hurts. Fat. Movement speed was a uh, 10 to 20 percent, and then the mantra movement speed was just doubled, so it was 20 to 40 percent. Now I'm curious did did they take uh, maybe I have to watch the spotlight. Did they take uh, damage as soon as it connected, or did it take damage when it ends? Like, does the tether have to complete in order for them to take damage, or does it do damage when it connects? I gotta watch the spotlight for that to, to yeah, show. Yeah, I'm up. watching it. <laughs> Let's see. I can't Weird. Tell. She could do it to minions? Yeah, it is very strange. But you can't... It looks like they take damage at the beginning of it, but I... So it's like, if she, if she walks around, she can, like... If she attaches it to a minion, she can, like... 
How weird. Oh, you can do it to a ward too. Wow, Freak. that was actually use it on a fucking f- champion, dude. Weird. Okay. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't ever use it on a champion, so you can't really see. Well, not like there's health bars anyways for you to see. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Weird. Moving on to current W. Uh, focused resolve. Active karma deals magic damage to the target enemy, champion, or monster, and forms a tether between her and them for two seconds, during which they are revealed. If the tether is not broken by the end of the duration, the target is dealt the same magic damage again and is rooted for a duration, during which they are revealed. And then the mantra bonus, Renewal. Focus resolves root duration is increased, and then karma heals for 17% plus 1% per 100 AP of her missing health. Once on uh, once on cast, and again, once the tether lasts its full duration of the target, or the target dies while tethered, uh, renewal scales with Mantra's rank. I did not realize it does it a second time. I always would do it at the beginning. Um, I would, I, I, I've never noticed the second heal pop. Neither did I. Um... I mean, obviously, it, it it's dog shit AP scaling with the 1% for, for the heal, at least. Sure. But 17% flat is pretty fucking big. Right. Um, I mean, if you're if you're 10% HP, this thing is healing you. The, this skill is why Tank Karma was so busted. Slap a Spirit Visage on her? Yeah, she, you ain't dying. She ain't dying. Right, right. As long as she um, has Mantra up, she's not using it to Q you. She's poking you with Q, and she's using W to heal her instead. So, so let's see. Uh, magic damage disgusting. was 40 to 140, 45% AP ratio, and then the total damage is doubled. Yep. Uh, and then the root duration scaled was 1.4 to 2 seconds, and then the total root duration, uh, weird, was... You just get an extra half second, half second? to one yeah. and a quarter second. So, yeah. I don't know why they didn't just put the math together on this particular one, but, you know, whatever, I guess. Uh, other other thing, I feel like we always got to mention when we're talking about tethers. Remember invulnerabilities like fizz backflip, or uh, help me out. What's another one? Uh, Vladimir po- Vladimir pool. Yeah, yes. anything that makes you invulnerable, it will still latch onto you. Yes, if it, as long as it connects you before you become untargetable um, or invulnerable, um, it stays. Now zonias, you might be able to wait out the time. How long does that have to land beyond there for? Two seconds, yeah. Two seconds. If, they, if they Zonia's, they're gonna because Zonia's what is it a second and a half or two, two and, and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, so Zonia's it'll it'll pass and you'll be fine. Um, at least for taking damage and being rooted, that is. But you're still you're rooting yourself, so maybe they're getting what they want. I don't know, but <laughs> um, most most of those things, Vlad Pool, depending on when he does it, he could still be stunned, right? Yeah, I just don't think he takes damage from it or maybe takes it maybe does take the damage from it i think he might take the second secondary damage yeah yeah so um the only thing that really saves you from taking the damage is zonia's but that's not really the best option if you're if you're good yeah, at you don't at, want to waste it on that no no if you're good at timing it um the spell shield um can block the application and the damage but not the after effects of something that's already applied so that's kind of nuts. The best thing you can do is just fucking run away, and it's hard because she has the shield, which we're about to get into. Um, but let me start with the old E, the soul shield. Um, active, Karma shields herself or the target ally for five seconds. Um, shield strength was 80 to 280 with an 80% AP ratio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Mantra Soul Shield sends forth a burst of energy dealing magic damage <laughs> to enemy units around her target. And it would do magic damage the same as the shield, so that's pretty fucking disgusting. Um, her current E is called Inspire. Active Karma grants a shield to herself or the target ally champion for two and a half seconds, as well as 40% bonus movement speed for one and a half seconds. And that's what I'm talking about. You press W and then you E yourself as Karma, and they're not running away from you. You're going to land the, uh, the route. Now, the question is, is it worth landing the route? Is it worth chasing them down? Or is it saying, you know what? I don't need to land that one. I just got I got the initial point of damage, and maybe I don't want to run into uh, the enemy team just to get a route off, you know? So you do have to make a decision. Um, the mantra-empowered E is called Defiance. Um, Inspire's shield strength is increased. Inspire spreads to surrounding allied champions at 30% effectiveness. Secondary targets receive 12% bonus movement speed. Uh, so it is a very good go button, acts similar to Shirelia's. Um, you alt E and everybody gets a shield and everybody runs. It's <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's a pretty broken ability that you can just like, boom, my whole team has a fucking fat shield now. And, and it's, now they're it's not a small speed. shield, right? Like it says it's 30% effectiveness, but like, let's put it this way. The shield strength for the, the, the base is 80 to 240 with a 45% AP ratio. So the bonus shield is you're getting an extra 25 to 175 with a 45% AP ratio. So you're doubling up on your AP ratio. Uh, and then everyone else is getting 30% of that. So the reduced bonus shield, um, I think everybody's getting the shield. It looks like the... Uh, see, that doesn't make sense. It's, it's a 24 not 30% to... effectiveness. It says 7.5%. The 57 plus 13 and a half percent AP. Oh, here we go. Okay, the, the reduced total shield 24 to 72 plus, depending on Mantra's rank, 7.5 to 52.5 plus 27% total AP. So that's still a decently sized shield, especially because everybody probably doesn't need it, you know? And if you're, you're having um, Redemption, Mikhail's, anything, any uh, right. Ardent Sensor. Staff of Flowing Water is really good really on her. Really good on her. Movement speed uh, and AP. And just all the shield bonuses. Like, yeah. it's 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 juicy. It's a juicy Yeah, and, and the reason you use this is typically not to shield your whole team, but it's more for the movement speed. So Yeah, you're like, we got to dip. Or, I mean, <laughs> like if you, if you feel like someone's... I feel like it's really hard to die of a karma as, like, it a, can be. with a support. Like, oh, okay, I'm just going to give my, me and my, my ally here a shield and movement speed to... I don't know. You I, have to yeah. be like a full engage, like an Alistair, who's who's going to incapacitate her from casting any uh, spells or anything like that, or a Blitzcrank, maybe, that, like, you have to take her away from everybody else, and then she becomes, um, if she's in the support role, she becomes uh, much more vulnerable. But if she's in a mage role or, like, a solo lane role, she's, she's not as vulnerable as she seems. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough, though. If, like, if Blitzcrank... If Blitzcrank pulls her i mean she could just empower w heal herself and then just dip so it's i feel like it's all even it's still a little bit harder to well the the pull i think stuns and then you get the knock up and she still can't do anything and then you can ulti and she still can't do anything while people are able to wail on her it's only after That's, that so it's like it two seconds depends. i don't know yeah it depends on <laughs> it depends how, on how timing we... and how you can layer the cc and like, like i said you have to you really need to incapacitate her from casting. So you need not a root, but you need a stun or a knockback or a knock up. 
Uh, just something that doesn't allow her to do anything. If she can't do anything, <laughs> you could kick her ass. But if she can still do things, it's it's tough. Right. Let's move on to her ulti. Yes. Mantra. Active. Uh, older ulti. Uh, Karma empowers her next ability to grant it an additional effect. Karma restore, stores a mantra charge every few seconds up to a maximum of two stored at once. Karma begins with one rank in Mantra, and she innately increases it at level 7 and 13. Interesting. So she had charges uh, 30, 25, and 20. That's kind of broken if you could just use them one after another. Right. I wonder if, like, well, what's the cooldown? Okay, I was going to be like, I wonder if you could stack the shields, but the cooldowns wouldn't make sense with that. Um, Current yeah. Mantra, car, uh, active Karma empowers her next ability within 8 seconds for an additional effect. Here we go. Mantra can be used while affected by cast inhibiting crowd control. So she could at least prep the R and then hit the ability once, whenever she's not stunned or silenced or whatever. Right. Uh, and then Karma begins the game with one rank in Mantra, her empowered ability scale based on a Mantra's rank. So, yeah, I mean, we, there's nothing else there. It's, it's, uh, so it's, oh, it's 40 to 34 seconds. And then, uh, gets reduced by five seconds every time uh, you hit an enemy champion with an ability. Again, that makes it her really. I mean, a lane bully, whatever. Uh, it just makes her double annoying as a support because she just gets the free harass and then she's like, "Oh, cool, my my ulti's up." <laughs> right. I'm just gonna keep wailing on you. So yeah, it's. I mean, that's karma. That that's yeah. I mean, there's not too much to say there. Um... I just gotta go, you know, to our age-old question. Ran, yeah. you mirror? <clears throat> mirror. Right, I'm getting, I'm getting the boss. It's a, this is a tough one too, because she actually has some good ones in here. Shit. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta tell us what. Okay. What skin, right? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite karma skin? I like that one. Sun goddess. I do like. That. Which one? Dude, sun goddess is since they reworked it. Order the Lotus? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Order the Lotus was good, but Sun Goddess, since they made it, like, they, they fixed it, it looks um, so much fucking better. I, I know, um, yeah, I mean, her newest one is really fucking good. Really Dark Star is so good, though. Dark Star is really good. So is Winter. I like Winter Wonderland. Or Winter Wonder. I always like the Winter one. I like uh, Ruined. I think that one might be my favorite. Ruined? Uh, Ruined is pretty the cool, too. Looks really Odyssey. Yeah, I like both of those. Oh, Dawnbringer. Really That's what I was saying. Is like all her skins really are. I think overall pretty good. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Warden. Warden's just kind of eh. the, the warden line just kind of sucks. Like that skin line. <laughs> yeah. Tranquility okay. Dragon's really cool too. Yeah, but they're all really good. There's the, my problem that I think we talked about this is there's like three or four skins where she's sitting with like cross legs and like a praying pose. It's like no, yeah, you, like, that's for sure. Something like something fucking else. It's like okay, so she's like we get it. She's you know, sitting like cross-legged, yeah. Sitting cross-legged, <laughs> sitting cross-legged. It's kind of there's a theme, but I mean, right. She's like she's a monk, right, or something right. like similar. Holy, she's for, spirit, yeah. She's she's gonna be a holy. She kind of uh, embodies a lot of like Buddhism or um, Ionia. Kind of embodies a lot of like rural, uh, ancient Eastern. Or even like Native American, 
ideals and, and, and spirituality, if that makes sense. Like a lot of Ionian champions have that. Like uh, Yasuo is an Ionian champion and he embodies like old samurai. Um, <clears throat> Ribbon's Ionian, an Ionian champion that embodies like the old warrior spirit of of like a, a Native American tribe. Um, and Karma is kind of like, I almost would want to call her like a shaman because she kind of has that kind of feel, you know? Sure. Um and Sun Goddess obviously really grounds that idea almost like a um a Mayan version of that, you know. So she's weaving the sun, dude. She is. I mean, it's a really have you seen the old ones? The old Sun Goddess? Oh, yeah, let's go take a look really it's, quick. The first one is so fucking bad. <laughs> and then they redid it the second one. It's that... still so fucking bad. Uh... That one almost looks offensive. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Sun That's what I'm saying. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, it it's it's not good. Oof. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that's karma. Um let's talk take a break to talk about Spotify and then we will hop into Maokai. All right. <laughs> 